Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Open with the killers today, Mr. Brightside, Brandon Flowers turning 41 years of age. He, of course, with the band The Killers. Some have suggested at times that I've been Mr. Brightside, but you look at the optimistic side of things um, on a show called Oilers Now, and I think we can all agree that uh, Edmonton had a pretty good season, didn't quite ultimately get the end prize that they were looking for, uh, but the worst-kept secret in town ultimately came to fruition today. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Our top story, we'll get right to it. It is presented daily by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. The Edmonton Oilers have... Uh, Extended Jay Woodcroft, a three-year extension as head coach. Lane Lambert got roughly $2 million a year times three. Uh, he'd been part of uh, Barry Trotz's staff uh, in the island where they went to back-to-back conference uh, finals. Uh, I would suspect, and I don't know if the official numbers have come out, but that's kind of in the, the ballpark range. So three-year extension for Jay Woodcroft. This is what the Oilers did under Woodcroft when he uh, came up. Uh, he, the Oilers announced the coaching change on February the 10th. Uh, Jay's uh, tenure started February the 11th. The Oilers went 26-9-3. They had a 724 points percentage. That was second in the National Hockey League. They had a plus 40 goal differential, which was second under Woodcroft. They were fifth in goals for 3.82 goals per game, fifth in goals against the 2.76 uh, goals against per game. Their power play was ninth at 24.1%. The penalty killing was eighth, the vast improvement. It was 24th at the time that Woodcroft took over. Uh, it was eighth in the final 38 games of the regular season. Uh, the Oilers had the third best save percentage in the NHL under Jay Woodcroft. They had the fourth best uh, five-on-five goal differential, which is often a strong indicator of a team at 56.02%. Uh, so Jay Woodcroft gets a three-year extension. Nothing announced yet on the assistant coaches. So just like we talked about the fact for really since the conclusion of the Oilers playoff series against Colorado that it was fait accompli inevitable that Woodcroft would get a contract extension, here's where I tell you it's an automatic that Dave Manson will be retained on the staff. Now, 
Beyond that, uh, you can make a compelling argument absolutely to bring Glenn Gullitson and Brian Wiseman back. But Jay Woodcroft has stated, uh, what was it, the, the ride and die, the com- comment that uh, Connor McDavid had made about Leon Dreisaitl, he said that Dave Manson was his uh, ride and die. So we know you can absolutely assume all day Dave Manson will be returning to the Oilers. And, uh, you know, it may be the entire staff. I don't know uh, at this stage, at this time. But I can tell you Manson will be here for sure. Here's the deal with Jay Woodcroft. He's actually on a plane right now flying to Ontario. Uh, I believe it is a prearranged uh, family uh, situation uh, that he's involved with. Uh, we will have him live tomorrow on Oilers now at some point during the course of the show. Again, that's our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. You can tell me how you feel about uh, Jay Woodcroft uh, and maybe what his upside as a coach. And I'll throw this out there. I've had people suggest to me, like, who's been the best coach that's come up through their minor league uh, team over the last 20 years or so in the NHL, where there's one that stands out because his team is playing right now, and that is John Cooper. And I'm not comparing Woodcroft at this stage to John Cooper. Tampa Bay has a deeper and better team than Edmonton right now. They got a world-class goaltender. They got a, you know, a Norris Trophy winning defenseman. But the fact is that Cooper was a guy that's, you know, spent several years in the Lightning organization with uh, the team on the farm team, and he knew the players, and that's where the comparable is. So tell me how you feel uh, today about the three-year extension for Jay Woodcroft. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. We will also open up today at 105, the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock out at the River Cree Nazareth on August 11th. Steve Earle on August the 12th. Get your tickets now at the RiverCreeResort.com. Uh, here's what we have coming up. Um, we will uh, be hearing a clip today from Rob Brown where the priority needs to be for the Edmonton Oilers in terms of improving the lineup. Uh, we will tell you Sportsnet spec Mark Spector will join us today from 12.30 to 1 o'clock. He's doing it over the phone. Uh, spec brought to you Tuesdays and Fridays by Horse Racing Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing back at Century Mile Racetrack Friday and Saturday. Free parking and admission. More info at thehorses.com. At 1 o'clock, we'll do calls and texts. At 1.35, we're going to get an update from the Memorial Cup where the Edmonton Oil Kings drop the puck as West League champions tonight against Xavier Borgo, the Oilers' first-round pick in 2021, and the Shawinigan Cataracts. Uh, we'll talk to Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peard, who uh, we have grinded hard here uh, over the course of the last several months, and he's done a great job supplying us with a lot of uh, Oil King uh, content. All right, we're going to bring Brendan Escott in. Brendan, uh, Jay Woodcroft, three-year extension, no surprise to anybody. So, where do we go from here with Woodcroft? What do you think that, you know, is, is this a scenario where, you know, you talk about drafting and de- developing players? 
Is this a scenario where you've kind of developed your own coach? Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I think so. And and with that, you're seeing him sort of bring along some of those guys that he's been with for quite some time. Because he's he seems to be such a modern uh, player's coach, Bob, I'm curious to see what kind of players he's able to attract here now that they've got him locked in for the next three years. I wonder what kind of depth players might be eager to come carve out a role, whether that's up front or for Dave Manson on the back end now that this looks to be stable. Yeah, the one thing I'd say is, uh, you know, I, I still believe personally that the way to go is, you know, drafted and developed players. And uh, those, you know, we've talked a bit about this, and I don't know what's going to happen with Yessa Pugliarvi, to be frank with you, in the offseason. It's not an automatic that he'd uh, stay in Edmonton. Um, you know, I Kyler Yamamoto had a better campaign than uh, Pugliarvi. And what's crazy is that the first quarter of the year, again, Pugliarvi uh, would be a, for me, fourth best forward on the team. But Evander Kane, from the time that he was on the team, was the Oilers' third best forward. And so where I'm going with this is we know McDavid Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Darnell Nurse. They're sort of the veteran core of the team that are drafted and developed. Then you have Yamamoto, who played for Jay Woodcroft. You have Bouchard and McLeod, who played for Jay Woodcroft. Bouchard for Dave Manson. Uh, we believe, I, I personally believe you're going to see a lot of Broberg literally from day one, because I think there's going to be some movement, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, on the back end. And, uh, and I also could foresee a scenario uh, where Dylan Holloway, you know, is, is a part of things. So that's eight first-round picks and a second-round pick. And, oh, by the way, a third-round pick and goal when you factor in Stuart Skinner. So, you know, we'll see what happens with Pugliarvi, where he fits, where he slots. Um, but there's no question for me that Woodcroft's first experience as an assistant-slash-associate dealing with McDavid Dreisaitl, uh, Nugent Hopkins and Nurse, three of those guys on the first unit power play, and then his subsequent experience with the players in the farm, that would be primarily Yamamoto and Bouchard McLeod and Broberg this season for the first half of the year, and then Broberg and Holloway getting factored in. That's going to be intriguing to watch. And on the defense, I, I think the support D are going to be coming through the Oilers organization. I really do. Like, I look at... Um, Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece and Evan Bouchard, you know, those are bigger defensemen. Uh, we'll see what Duncan Keith ultimately decides to do. I can tell you that Jerry Johansson met with Ken Holland yesterday, and they had a conversation about Brett Kulak. And my guess is, you know, I know the Oilers want to keep Kulak here. I think he played great. I think it was a really astute pickup. The Oilers got a lot more out of Kulak than Florida did out of Ben Schrott, and then the, the Panthers gave up a number one to get him. And it, you know, if Kulak wants to stay, he can pick and choose the term length. It could be two, it could be three, it could be four years. Uh, you know, at one point I know that uh, there were rumors that he was looking at 1.8 to 2.2 million from Montreal on a lengthier deal. And you saw the other day that Jeremy Lazan signed with the Nashville Predators a four-year extension at two million bucks. Well. You know, Kulak played certainly better than Lazan did for the Preds in the playoffs. So the Oilers' defense. You know they're gonna they're gonna have some pieces there, and we'll see what happens with Tyson Berry. Is there redundancy there with Evan Bouchard? I like bigger D, and the Oilers have bigger D coming, and they've got a six foot five and a half inch Marcus Niemelainen, a left shot. They got a six foot seven inch 
uh, guy in Vincent DeHarnay on the right side. Those are Oilers drafted and developed players. So in terms of the procurement of where it can affect the roster the most and potential free agents, one is in goal and the other could be in support wingers. And the wild card in all of this is Evander Kane up front. Uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I don't know what this, what the resolution or potential solution will be, but we know the Oilers have expressed an interest to re-sign both Evander Kane and Brett Kulak. So we'll continue to monitor that. But I think the solutions on defense come internally. And the support forwards, you could see some movement uh, coming out with some bottom six guys that are in the price here at points as well. Uh, and again, at the end of the day, I personally believe Edmonton's going to have a little bit more cap space than most people think. So time will tell in that regard. And you can read between the lines if you uh, feel uh, necessary. Let's go to the orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. It starts in goal for Edmonton. Uh, you know what? We know that Miko Koskinen won't be back. Mike Smith needs to make a decision. He was hurt three times last year at age 40. Is that a guy that uh, ultimately ends up on LTIR or indeed decides to retire? The bottom line is Edmonton needs a solution in goal. We ran those numbers for you yesterday. You want to win a cup? Generally speaking, you have to develop your own goaltender. The only team that didn't do it were Ken Holland's Detroit Red Wings in 08 when they had Hatchik in goal. Um, Giguer, going back to 06, think about it. You know, Cam Ward beating the Oilers, unfortunately, in Game 7. Carolina first-round pick out of Red Deer. Giguer in 07 really jump-started his career in Anaheim's farm system. Uh, in 09, Fleury knocking off Detroit, first overall pick of the Pittsburgh Penguins. In 2010, Chicago brought in Antiniemi, had him play in Rockford, developed him there before he came to the NHL. Uh, 2011, Tim Thomas, similar situation where he came out of the Finnish League and ended up in Boston's minor league team and sort of developed there before coming in a goaltender. 2012 and 14, John Quick drafted by LA. 2013 and 15, Corey Crawford drafted by Chicago. 2016 and 17, in 16, it was Matt Murray drafted by Pittsburgh. In uh, 17, it was Murray and Flurry splitting time, both drafted by Pittsburgh. In 18, Holtby drafted by Washington. Are you seeing a trend here? In 19, Jordan Bennington, a third-round pick at 26. Uh, landing, in, you know, drafted and developed by St. Louis. And then in 2021, Vasilevsky. So there you have it. You got to dra- draft and develop your own guys in goal. That's what we've seen. Edmonton's going to need to come up with a solution because we all know Stuart Skinner at 23 isn't going to be ready for prime time 40-game-a-year duty. I think he can play 20 to 30 games next season. Here's Rob Brown on the Oilers' need to upgrade, upgrade goaltending in the offseason. It just... It's such an important position. And and I go back to the the, the the year that the Oilers finally made it back to the playoffs. And Connor McDavid was the MVP of the NHL, but the MVP of the team that year was Talbot. Because McDavid was just as good the year before and the year after, and they didn't make the playoffs. Without great goaltending, everything else is, is for naught. You need good goaltending. And it would be an incredible amount of pressure on Skinner next year. If he comes in, he's got this team that went to the Final Four. you got the two best players in the NHL. Uh, you're expecting to take that step forward. And if there's any falter during the season and it lays on the uh, on the feet of the goaltender, what does that do for his confidence if there's no fallback? 
They need to have something to protect Stuart Skinner confidence-wise. Uh, if, if he's a goalie of the future, you want to make sure that his future is bright and you don't put him in a position where uh, it's, it's Stanley Cup or bust for him. So, yeah, they need someone to protect Stuart Skinner, whether it's Mike Smith or someone else. But they need some veteran presence to be able to I – mean, every player goes through ups and downs through, during a season, but no player is – scrutinized as much as a goaltender. So yeah, I, I believe that the Oilers have got a lot of great pieces, but they got to make sure that their the biggest piece is in net has to be taken care of before the season starts. Right, uh, and it is uh, going to be in terms. You know, there's storylines going on. Uh, I believe the Oilers are going to be getting more creative in the future. I say that with a fair amount of confidence, but the goaltending situation has to be resolved. Two off seasons. And we ended up with Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen in back-to-back years. And at the end of the day, Smith did go 9-23 and 9-15. But the Oilers need a younger solution. So I'll be intrigued to see what happens there. It is currently 12-22 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. And when we come back, I'm going to bang off some texts. And we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now on 630 Chad, the play-by-play voice of both the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. Momentarily, we'll get your text, but not before we go to NHL today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, Edmonton, owned and operated. And here's Brendan Escott. Uh, Tampa Bay skating to a 6-2 win on home ice last night. That cut Colorado's lead in the cup final to two games to one. Game four from Amelie Arena in Tampa will not feature Braden Point, according to head coach John Cooper. Nikita Kucherov is a game-time decision when the puck drops tomorrow night on 6.30, Chad, just after 6 o'clock. The NHL Awards show goes tonight with Connor McDavid up against Austin Matthews and Igor Shesterkin for the Hart Trophy as the league's most valuable player and against Matthews and Roman Yossi for the Ted Lindsay Award. We'll also learn the winners of the Norris, the Calder and the Vesna trophies. The American Hockey League's Coachella Valley Firebirds have named Dan Bilesma the first head coach in team history. This is the minor league affiliate of the Seattle Kraken. It's based in Palm Springs, California. Uh, they begin play this season in the American League. Not bad. Uh, Bilesma was the 2011 Jack Adams Award winner. And uh, we will tell you about the Memorial Cup showdown between the Oil Kings and the uh, Oilers draft pick Xavier Borgo and the Shawinigan Cataracts in the prospect report a little later on in the show. Last night it was the host Sea Dogs knocking off the Hamilton Bulldogs 5-3 at the Memorial Cup. I think we discussed that. No surprise at all that Gardner McDougall's team was ready to go. Uh, And you know what? His teams are his teams. UNB plays a very specific way. Hard four check, a press 2-1-2. Uh, they don't like using the middle of the ice when they break the puck out of their own zone. The Golden Bears have been using the middle zone breakout for, I don't know, 40 or 50 years. And speaking of the U of A, you can text us at 780-496-0063. i got to read this text from the Don, who's an old school texter. He says, congratulations to Coach Whitcroft. I like him. I don't like his old school Claire Drake dump and chase cycle until you puke on the board's perimeter hockey. The Oilers average 71 giveaways per game. That's my stat, says the Don. I want his team to play say their hockey, not Bill Moore's hockey. All right. Here's, I don't know what you're talking about, about, I mean, you know, I, I don't think 
Coach uh, Drake and Coach Morris played a exterior cycle game at all. I mean, they, they definitely scored off of a, a lot of long cycles. Rob Dom's uh, teams took a little bit more direct route to the puck, so too did Ian Herbers. Uh, I respectfully disagree with you, Don, but you are entitled to your opinion. Uh, Corey says, Bob, I would personally like to see Mike Smith stay with the Oilers in a goalie development role. I think he's got a lot to uh, teach a guy like Skinner. Uh, Passion and fire are contagious as well. Mike says, Bob, time to move, uh, time for Barry to move on. Fogel, Turris, Perlini, Cassian all pass their best before date in Edmonton. All right, well, Turris is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, That's uh, Perlini. I'm not sure if he's going to get qualified or not. He is an RFA. Uh, Cassian and Fogel could be potentially in play. Those are, you know, there you go. Uh, Alex says, Bob, you seem caught very confident that the Oilers will get very creative in terms of creating cap space this summer. Can you elaborate on what contracts you expect to be moved or played with with no cap space? Thanks, Alex. No, Alex, that's for me to know and you to find out. Anyhow, it is uh, 1228 in Edmonton. Think yourself about, okay, how can you move out? We've talked about the players. Redundancy, right? What do I mean by redundancy on the right side? I think most people get it, Alex. So I'm not going to just, just this, this, oh, they don't have any cap space and they got to get three restricted free agents with McLeod and Yamamoto and Pugliarvi re-signed and they got to sign a goaltender. And what about Mike Smith? And what about Duncan... It's all going to flesh itself out, but I believe the orders will ultimately end up having, um, <laughs> ultimately having up a little bit more. I got to get this one in just before we go to Kevin Robertson. Hi, Bob. I would not sign Kemper. He's not been very good in the playoffs. What do you think? Great show from Scott. Scott, now is the time that I would sign Kemper. Absolutely, hundred percent. You pay when you sign guys that are coming off hot streaks and you get discounts and breaks on guys when maybe they underperform a bit if you believe in the player. I think Kemper's a pretty decent goaltender. If if Colorado doesn't sign him, that's one more goaltender in the mix that lots of teams are going to be interested in. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson and when we come back, Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.